This is Susan Wheelbanks with BlendedInsight.com. I am a holistic and integrative healing arts practitioner, an intuitive, and an energy healer. In this podcast, I share tips, tools, and suggestions that have helped me along my path in hopes of inspiring and helping you along yours. Let's get started with today's podcast topic. Hello, bright soul, my soul circle. How are you? Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I'm just going to jump right in because this is something that someone requested the podcast be done on and it is a super, super common thing, one that even I experienced. So on this podcast, I'm just going to share my experience, my tips and tools from my own personal experience and what I've learned on this path. And that is what do you do when you're on the spiritual path or just a path of self-development, trying to get better, being a growth-minded individual and you're partnered with someone romantically that is not. I wish this wasn't as common as it is, but it is really, really common. And here's the rub with it. So let's just say you all met. There's all different levels that you meet someone. So let's say you met on the same vibrational level, and then you decided to take off on a path of growth, whether it's spiritual or just personal development. And that person is perfectly fine where they are and they don't grow. Or maybe you both were learning and then they kind of tapered off and then you kept going. This is, I'm a growth minded individual. So I'm not one that stays stuck and stagnant. That is just not who I am as a person. Some people are okay. They'll learn one or two skills and then they'll just go through the rest of their life and they are perfectly fine and they stay that way. And guess what? That's what they incarnated to do this lifetime and that's their path and they have free will choice and we can't change or influence that. We really can't. And so it really boils down to focusing on what you can control, which is yourself. It's a hard lesson because if you're living with someone and you're continuing to grow, your aura is getting bigger, your chakras are expanding and they're really just kind of stuck and their chakras are very small and they're happy where they are. Sometimes the bigger your aura gets, the more agitated it makes them. And I've had that experience. So I want to talk about ways that you can deal with this and still keep your sanity because it's tough. I know it's tough. So just briefly, just to set this up so that you understand my experience with this, I'll just use one example. So there was a time when I was partnered with someone who, when I met the person, they they identified themselves as a growth-minded individual. They identified themselves as someone that was open and they were reading books and learning and growing. Because for me, it's not just spiritual development. I've always been developed in all areas. Like I'm just hungry for knowledge. I'm hungry for change. That's just the way that I am. And so we connected on that level. But then after the relationship solidified, I noticed that he really wasn't that type of person. He was kind of stuck in his ways. Uh, didn't really want to learn anything. And when I would learn things and try to share it, it would agitate him because he would feel as though I was trying to push him onto my information or my path or what I was learning. I actually was not, but he got defensive about it. And I realized he was getting defensive about it because it wasn't really who he was. He just advertised himself to be that way for the sake of the relationship. Or maybe he was that way for a little while and he decided it wasn't for him. For whatever reason, we met at a time where we were both growth-minded, I continued that path. He did not. And so what I learned to do is just continue my growth because if you stunt your own personal growth for the sake of a relationship, you will resent the relationship. 
You have to operate at your highest level of knowledge to feel okay within yourself. You'll notice it. If you really want to do something, I see this all the time in couples, all the time. You really want to do something that you feel drawn to, intuitive about, you're excited about it, you think it'll take you to the next level of life in whatever area you choose, but you're partnered with someone who doesn't want you to do that thing. Boy, the tension, the anxiety, the resentment, it's not healthy. It's not healthy for you. It's not healthy for the other person. So we want to create relationships in which we have free will choice to learn and grow and we give the other person the same freedom to do what it is that they choose. So here's what I've, this is what I've learned even with product healing is that when you partner with someone, you take on their karma. So let's just say that you are very generous in giving. Also had this in that same relationship, giving to charity, giving you know, free healings for people, being very generous, being open with my time. I was partnered with someone who was very um, cheap with their money, didn't ever want to give gifts, gave really cheap gifts, didn't tithe, um, would not give to charity, very stingy with their time. And we're a partner now. So you've got two people that are on the opposite ends of the spectrum. What happens is, is that you take on that person's negative karma. It's just the way it is. And so what I notice is that my life, I still, my growth wasn't as um, rapid as it normally would be if I was by myself because now I'm taking on his karma. So now his life is getting better and my life is still, is still climbing and I'm still doing well, but I'm not experiencing the same levels of growth. That was frustrating for me. But when I started to understand the laws of karma, what I started to do, and this is something you can do is... I was advised to give to charities in his name, donate anonymous, anonymously. So what I would do is when I would give to charity, I would give in honor of his name to try to level out his negative karma um, without him knowing. He didn't even know. So when I would be giving you know, tips and things like that, I would just decree it in his name to try to balance out his negative karma without him knowing. And then I was also doing healings on him on a soul level without him knowing, um, sending him healing during my meditations and not and letting him live his own life. I didn't push any of this stuff on him. I just continued to grow and I didn't talk to him about it. That's the other thing you have to be mindful of. Just because something really works for you doesn't mean that it resonates with someone else because we all have our own individual path. And I know it's hard because we get excited and we see the growth and we know, we think, oh my gosh, this could help you so much if you would just listen, you really need this. But here's the thing. And I remember years ago, I went to some seminar and someone stood up and was asking, oh, such and such really needed this and they wouldn't come. And the speaker told this individual that stood up, the person that needed to come is the person that's in the seat. You have to focus on your own growth. And then by you getting better, you bring more light into the world. And then hopefully your light will shine a path into the lives of other people and they'll be inspired and it might be your way or it may not, it may not be your way, but at the end of the day, we can't force other people to want to change the type of work that I'm doing and that you're doing. It's, it's an inspirational work. So you have to first be inspired on the inside and that inspiration can give you the motivation. Motivation, there's only so much motivation and willpower that a person has in one day because it's coming from your will center, from your mental center. When you're inspired 
and you're taking action from an inspired place, there's an endless supply because it's coming from a different place. So you can't force it on people. And I know it's tough. So here's what I did in that relationship, which obviously I'm no longer in the relationship. What I did, what I would notice is when I would go to seminars where I would be doing healing work or getting healing done on me, and I would leave that seminar feeling like 400 million bucks on top of the world. My chakras are big and bright. My aura is huge. And when I would walk into his presence, he would blow up on me and start a fight every single time. <laughs> he was always in a horrible mood. What I, what I learned, and this was from a friend of mine who is a teacher, a pranic healing teacher, is that my aura was so big that it was bumping it against his aura and pulling all his junk to the surface because he was doing no work on himself and none. He wasn't meditating. He wasn't praying. He wasn't generous. Um, he was a, he was a nice person, not a bad person, worked hard, you know, went to the gym and that was it. That was the extent of it. So you've got someone whose aura is really big and I'm doing all this work. And then my stuff's bumping against him and he didn't want to be on the path. So it would throw up all his stuff and I didn't, I had no idea I had to learn. So what you can do is ask your aura, just do it mentally, to slowly integrate into the aura of other people. That way it's not such a big hit where all their stuff comes out. That's one thing you can do. The second thing you can do is just don't talk about it with them because it's going to agitate them. Now, if you're in a partnership with someone who tries to squash your growth, which this person would also sometimes make ugly comments about the work that I was doing. Um, he would try to do it as in a joking way, but the undertone was like ugly. And part of that comes from the person's fear that the more that you grow and the further apart you get, that they're going to lose you. And that comes from a fear, fear-based place. So I would have compassion on him, but at the same time it would agitate me. And so I would just try to send love and compassion to him. Like, okay, he's, he's not doing his work and he's experiencing fear. But at the end of the day, I can't stop my growth or dim my light to try to accommodate the unwillingness to grow of another person. That's their path not to grow and it's their choice. But it's also my choice to continue to grow and I want to give and evolve and develop. So both, neither path is right or wrong. Neither path is right or wrong. It's just your personal choice, what you choose to do with your life and what you incarnated to do. So it's easy for us to get judgy like, oh my gosh, you could do all these things and you don't want to help yourself. I've fallen into that trap. Trust me, I totally have. It's hard. And then you become known as an elitist or you become known as someone that's judgmental. You don't want to do that. And Christians are notorious for this because I was part of a Christian community. I shared that before. They push trying to get saved and all this other stuff. And you got to do this. Christians are notorious for that. Not all Christians. I have lots of Christian family and friends that I love dearly and clients. But those of us who have been indoctrinated to Christian religions that try to get you to be saved and, you know, it's a turnoff for people. So people have scars with that. So if you get on a different spiritual path, but you're coming on too strong to try to convert people or force it on people, their defenses go up. So that isn't the way to do it. The way to inspire another person to change is just through changing yourself and being a lighthearted version of yourself. And if they want to change, they will, but you just can't force it. And I know that that's hard and it's not easy. A lot of times I'll get clients that say, 
you know, hey, am I going to stay in this relationship? Should I leave the relationship? No one can make that decision for you. Only you know. Only you know. You have to check in with yourself. Is this person trying to squash you? Is this person trying to dim your light? Is the person open to counseling or a dialogue or any kind of relationship mending? You know, if that's not the case, where's your relationship going to go? You have to figure that out. I can't tell you that. But what I can say for myself is as I do my work, here's the other thing. I'm dating right now. I've shared before I'm dating. I'm not dating people that are doing the work I'm doing. I don't want someone that does energy healing or they're yogis or I don't want somebody like that. I need balance in my life. I'm so high up into this work that I need a grounder. So I actually enjoy regular partners, like regular people in the world. I just want them to be open to this type of work to where they don't try to stump my growth, but I don't need them to do this work. And I don't talk about this work with them. I go on these dates and I have regular conversations with people. I was just sharing with a soul sister of mine last week. Actually, it was just a few days ago. I was sharing with her. Um, when I'm sitting apart from people across from them, when I'm on a date, I can see all their stuff and I can see, I have to be careful because I'm clear. And so when I talk, my energy is very direct. So I've had situations where I've upset people because I see exactly what's going on through my intuition and just my skills, my studying. I am absolutely nowhere near a level of expert or anything like that. It's just my growth. So I have tons to learn. There's always tons to learn. And I'm totally aware of that. I'm flawed, all of it. So I'm open to feedback. I know I make mistakes, all of that. So it's not from that place. But I can look at their chakras and... I was talking to one person who I felt was being very dismissive, avoidant, because I'm very well versed in in relationship styles. And I can see where he's like avoiding intimacy. And sometimes I blurt things out. I just do. I can't help it. (laughs) And plus, my energy is very strong and potent. And this is a person that's not meditating and has some things going on. And I just blurted it out. I, I didn't I did not tell him he was dismissive, avoidant. I just asked him. Have you ever heard of dismissive avoidant? And my good Lord, <laughs> got so mad at me, so mad at me. And I watched that heart chakra. I watched the debris that came off of that heart chakra. He got a little level of healing there, but it was not pleasant. And it's a lesson learned for me. Like, wait a minute, I got to chill. I have to, I, I know things and I've been on this path and I can't walk around with people who are not on this path, who don't want to be on this path and just force them to have a spontaneous healing. <laughs> We're okay now. I had to apologize profusely, <laughs> but I don't want to go around creating enemies either. And then, you know, he knows that I do energy healing a little bit, but he's not all that interested in it. And I don't want him to be, I want to be, I want to have a normal basic chakra root chakra experience with people so that I can be grounded. And so everybody has their own desire of what they want. But yeah, I tend to shy away from men that do energy healing or they're yogis or uh, it's just not something that I want as in a partner right now. I'm just not interested. And to be honest with you, most of my energy healing friends and friends that are very deeply spiritual, they don't want that either because my gosh, we're swimming in it. Like balance me. I want something different. So, and it could be dysfunction. Who knows? But at the end of the day, 
we're just doing the best we can. I'm following what's in front of me. And you are too. That's all you can do. So just be careful. Be careful. You're learning. You're growing. Have compassion. The person's not on the same path as you. That's okay. I mean, hey, I was dating someone who was um, into like doing paramedic work and stuff like that. If I went, I mean, he's probably looking at me and looking at all these ways in which maybe I get anxious or nervous and thinking he knows exactly what's going on with me. He can probably diagnose me, but he doesn't because he's being kind and he knows I don't have the knowledge he he has. And so you got to look at it the same way. I mean, what? Maybe you're dating a car mechanic and they know all this stuff about cars. You don't know anything about cars. So they're not going to just sit there and start boring you to tears with all the ins and outs of mechanics when you don't have an interest in it. And they also are not going to just hit you over the head with knowledge that you don't really, you're not ready to receive and you don't want to receive because they have it and you don't. So we got to be careful of being an elitist. Keep your beautiful heart open, send the healing energy, wish them well, and then just assess how you personally feel. Is this a path that you can continue on? Are they a good person? Because at the end of the day, Lots of people are really super spiritual and they're in relationship with people who are just good people. They're giving, but they don't meditate. They don't do healing work. But you all both have things you're passionate about and you're both joyful and happy in your life and fulfilled. And you just allow each other to come together in the areas that you want to come together and then walk your own path in other areas. That's a healthy relationship. But when it comes to the person trying to dim your light, extinguish your fire, that's a whole other issue that needs you know, you need to look at it. You've got some diagnostic issues you need to go through and see whether or not it's something you want to deal with. So, um, that's all I have. That's my experience. I hope that helps. I keep repeating because I'm being told to repeat. So I'm listening and channeling at the same time. So let them live their life as long as they're not harming you. If they're harming you, maybe it's emotionally, verbally, or it better not be physically because if it's physically you need to get out there's just absolutely no reason to stay in that relationship so find your way and and I say I know when you're in an abusive relationship it is so difficult because you know it's psychological so I'm not being callous about that at all the individual that brought this to me it wasn't physical it was emotional you know this person's light and joyful they're partnered with someone that's not light and joyful what do you do can't change them so all you can do is continue make sure that you're not resentful keep your boundaries take really good care of yourself and allow them to find their way and if they don't find their way and you find that it's weighing on you in my particular situation I couldn't do it anymore it was draining me it was not fulfilling at all and it just wasn't meant to be forever some relationships are meant to be they're just not meant to be forever And it takes courage to look at that and realize that you have to make a change. And it's hard to make a change because we're conditioned to be more comfortable with known misery than unknown joy. It's scary when you're used to being with someone. There's a level of comfort. And when you have to get out of your comfort zone in any area of life, it can be scary. So I get it. And I have a lot of compassion for that. Continuing your growth. You have to operate at your highest level of knowledge. And if you stop pursuing what makes you come alive and what you're passionate about for someone else, the resentment train's coming. It just doesn't work. So stay on your path and let's do an energy healing. I'm going to work on your heart chakra and I can feel sadness 
from some people who are listening in the soul circle. And I know because I felt that sadness before. I get it. Listen to me how joyful I am now. There is joy on the other side. And when you know that all you can do is focus on yourself and your own healing, and this is part of your path, and that they're free to do whatever it is that they need to do, and you respect that, and there's no judgment, it's like, hmm, my way isn't better. It's just my way, and it's what makes me happy. So do what makes you happy. When you have that type of attitude, and you release the attachment to the outcome, I know that's hard to do, but you've got to release the attachment to the outcome, there's a beautiful freedom that comes through. And it just makes you feel so much better. And I want that for you. So just go ahead and uncross your arms and legs. And I'm going to start the healing. And in this particular healing, I want to do a lot of shields on you to help you to not absorb the other energy. Also, I will set your aura to slowly integrate during this healing. And I'm going to be doing some sweeping and working on your heart center. So just focus on your breathing. Relax. Receive. Cleaning out your solar plexus and your heart chakra. shields now just in case you feel me and I'm filling your aura with beautiful energy and setting your aura to slowly integrate when you go around other people So there is that. Here in my most recent podcast, just due to time, I kind of just put a little bit together and I'm not following as structured as a format. So I just appreciate you listening to it because sometimes I feel like I do these podcasts and they're just all over the place because <laughs> I'm just talking and sharing. But I am listening and channeling at the same time. So I just hope that you at least get the energetic impact if the information is all over the place. And I so appreciate you listening. 
Thank you to everyone who's left a review. I saw recent reviews lately on iTunes for my podcast. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. It makes me so happy. And if you have podcast suggestions, you can always send them to me at susan at blendedinsight.com. You can send them on my Facebook page, Blended Insight. And you can also go to my website, blendedinsight.com. There's an area there where you can leave a message. Lots of ways to reach me. YouTube, sometimes I get a little behind on my YouTube comments just because there's only one of me. But I want you to know that I send so much love and healing to my YouTube channel, to my subscribers, to my podcast listeners, to my Facebook channel, all of it, those that are on my mailing list. I appreciate you so much. I feel like we have created a soul circle of like-minded individuals who just want to do our very best and bring light onto the planet. And that is so important to me. So I thank you. I want you to have a beautiful week. Thank you for listening. Take care. Bye-bye.